It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m. So that means you are tuned in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, like we do every week, we got a great one dialed up for you this evening. Uh, we're going to talk 49ers Cowboys. Yes, that Bang Bang Niner Gang theme is, feels a little bit special, a little extra special for me tonight, ladies and gentlemen, for, for obvious reasons. Uh, we'll talk Brock Purdy. We'll dive into some uh, to the Cowboys talk, Dak Prescott uh, as well. Want to talk uh, the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Uh, also want to talk some Mario Cristobal, if you don't know who that is, ladies and gentlemen. It's the head coach from the University of Miami. Made a big blunder this past weekend that cost his team a, uh, a victory. We'll definitely dive into that. Not the first time he's been down this road. Also want to talk Broncos and uh uh, Sean Payton, excuse me, Gary Payton, the glove. Um, Sean Payton and uh, Russell Wilson. Also, uh, we're going to dive into our spotlighted games, recap some games for the NFL, and dive into some college football talk as well. Plus our uh, E. Scott entertainment segment at the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen, which always uh, gets a high praise. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E. Scott. Mr. E. Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? First, the fat boys break up. Now, every day I wake up, somebody got a problem with E. What's up, okay? Well, what's going on? This evening? <laughs> well, I'm there. Well, I'm Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a first-time listener, he always slides in with something, man. We never know what it's going to be, but it's something It's something smooth, as always. All is well, man. How you doing? Hey, before we get started, E, you know, I, you know, it's so funny that you made you you posted what you posted this morning about uh, about the candy corn because last night I was on the sideline speaks with our you know our good buddies uh, Jason Collins and Brittany Jones on you know on Tuesday nights, and one of the things that I came up with was called it's called inbounds out of bounds, which we you know occasionally do if we had the time we you know we get in here on this show, but I asked them inbounds out of bounds. You're a fan of candy corn. And they said they were it was just disgusting. They need to get rid of it. Stop making it. I thought I I thought I was a loner. I said, listen, it's inbounds for me. I said it was two feet, one knee, and one cheek. Uh, it was inbounds, totally inbounds for me. <laughs> what What's scary about that is you and I hadn't discussed that at all. No, at and that's all. like the third or fourth time that that has happened. So uh, I, I think we've been doing this show together for so long, we just mm-hmm. kind of know each other, dog. I mean, right. Because like I said, when I posted that, I didn't hear the sideline speech last night. And, again, right. you and I hadn't even talked about it. It's just something – you know how I am. I'm very random. If something right. runs across my mind and I think it's entertaining, <laughs> I post scary, it. Yeah. And I'm like, I like candy corn, but a whole lot of people don't. <laughs> yes. I think it's delicious. 
<laughs> is it, it may be a Capricorn thing, E, because no one else in Could my family be. liked it because my, my son likes it too, and he's a Capricorn, January 13th. He's uh, a Capricorn, so it may be a Capricorn thing, bro. I don't know. I will though. say this. I know more people that dislike it than like it. I know right, a couple right. other people like it, but for oh, for the most part, it's in the high percentile of not liking it. People yeah. think it's disgusting. And I'm like, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. I just started. I said it must be an acquired taste. That's all yeah. I can come I up with. I look forward this. to it every every Thanks, Halloween brother. because the Thanks. thing to do is you go to Walmart the day after Halloween and all the candy fifty percent off. You can stop that. <laughs> It'll get you through the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> preach, brother. Preach. All right, good stuff. I had to throw that in there, ladies and gentlemen. That was something so random, but it, it fit, man. It fit. Um, so uh, good stuff there. All right, let's dive into it, E, and uh, I want to start off with, um, I know I mentioned uh, Bill Belichick. I want to start off with some coaches here, E, and uh, Bill Belichick uh, for the most part. And first I want to get into your Saints and your, and uh, recap the Saints and then the, uh, and, and that game against the, uh, the Patriots. And then give me your thoughts. And I'm not taking anything away from your Saints because they were very dominant in, in that game. But, you know, you look back and you see the Cowboys did the same thing to the Patriots the week prior when they beat them 34, I think it was 34 nothing or 36, 38 to 3, whatever the score may be. But um, your thoughts on, 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 this, on your Saints, first and foremost, the Patriots, and then you can segue into the Bill Belichick issue because a lot of people are starting to say Bill Belichick has to go. Well, what say you about this? Well, I'm going to be 100% fair here. The Saints are not a good football team. I mean, I love the Saints. Don't get me wrong. I love them. But I've watched every game this season. We're not a good football team. We're not terrible, but we're not good. So for us to go into Foxborough and shut them out 34 to nothing, yeah, dog, something's wrong in Foxborough. Not saying that we can't beat them, but we embarrass them on their yeah. own field. And it's not like we came in dominant. I mean, Derek Carr's shoulder is hurt. He he only operating yeah. at about eighty percent, and I mean um, AK forty one is back. He looked good. Um, Slant boy uh, Michael Thomas looked good. Olave didn't really go off that much, and now our right. defense is really good. Honey um, yeah. Badger had the pick sure. six, so we play decent football, but we don't play thirty four to nothing football against right. New England <laughs> unless something is wrong with New England, and so. <laughs> right. You go back the week before, and like you said, the Cowboys beat them 38-3. Those back-to-back are the two worst losses in Belichick's career. So everyone always wanted to know, was it Tom or was it Belichick? I think we got our answer. Tom went on to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> Belichick yeah. getting, getting his ass out the frame. So I think, I think yeah. the answer is pretty clear that the answer was definitely Tom's. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the Bills, they, I mean, they, they look bad. I'm not the Bills, the, the Patriots. They they look yeah. bad. I mean, they're they're not clicking on offense. Their defense is terrible. Their special teams are terrible. Bill over there looking grumpy and grouchy. Yeah, no, no, some 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 got to give in in New England. I don't know what it is. I I think it's Belichick, but hey, it is what it is. Because I I read this thing today that said it was just one of those spoofs, but it said but it's not a bad idea. I said, the Giants going to fry Brian Dable. They're going to bring in Belichick, and then they're going to tank for um, Williams out of USC. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, that, that's not a bad idea because no. New England season is over. The Giants season is damn near over. 
So hey, let it make it do what it do. Wow. So so you're hearing Dable is going to be the offensive coordinator there? Is that what you're saying? No, no, this is just a sport. I mean, they were saying no, they were going to fire Dable all together out of the Giants, uh-huh. bring Belichick to the Giants, and then the Giants oh. are going to tank for Caleb Williams. Oh, okay, okay, I got you, I got you, okay, I thought I heard, I thought I heard that something differently. So it, it, wasn't it was far gotcha. from Shefty, but I'm just saying, you know how you, yeah, know how you read those different things they yeah. run into? Yeah, it does, because mm-hmm. it's over in New England and, and in New York. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man, I mean, you, you look at it, everything that you, you, you mentioned, you know, plus, you know, you look at their schedule and you look at what they've been through, whether they're one in – uh, have they won a game? I think they beat the Jets. Yeah, they beat the Jets. So they're they're one in four right now. So and they and you thought that it would be promising uh for them the way that they started off the season against the um uh against the Eagles. You know, they, they took the Eagles down to the wire. The Eagles had to come back to win that game and then, you know, they, they had the Dolphins and the way the Dolphins looked against the the, the Bills, they looked phenomenal and they were, you know, within one possession um of that game. And then they go to the Jets. They beat the Jets, and then it, and then the wheels fall off, if you will, fell off, if you will. They the paid to the Cowboys thirty-eight to three, as you mentioned, and then the Saints thirty-four to, to nothing. And again, nothing to take away from the uh, from the uh, Saints, but like you mentioned, e, they're not a thirty-four nothing team. You know, they don't go out there and blow you out. They'll, they'll win the game. You know, maybe you know you know twenty-one seventeen, or you know you know if they score thirty-four points, it'd be like a thirty-four twenty-eight type game. Well, actually, no, I, I stand, I stand, I. I I'm corrected because the fact of the matter is Saints have a really good defense, so I'm not going to give, give up that many points. But nonetheless, I think Belichick um, is the reason why they're looking like this. It doesn't seem like Belichick pays too much to the offense. It, it seems like that he's, you know, we all know he's a defensive guy, first and foremost. You bring Bill, Bill O'Brien in, you know, and you think that would be the answer, even though he wasn't the answer in uh, in Houston. He wasn't the answer, you know. Uh, I, I know he had a good track record when he came, he came out of Penn State. But nonetheless, man, Bill Belichick is falling to the waist. He's letting the offense fall to the wayside, man. He's not getting any help. And all of the years, E, let me ask you this. In all of the years that Bill Belichick has been, a, uh, even when Tom Brady was there, even when Tom Brady was there, other than Gronk, what is the biggest name receiver? And I guess you could throw Randy Moss in there, but what is a big name receiver that he's had there, um, in, in your opinion? One of them little bitty white boys, either Julian Ellerman or Amendola, one, one of them little dudes. I mean, right. Because yeah. <laughs> he took Troy Brown and put him at corner, wearing number 87. <laughs> so, yeah, with the exception of Randy Moss and Gronk, yeah, that, then that's why I give Tom so much credit. That's, that's why he was able to, to go. He he was able to do it with these little bit of white boys, and 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 Belichick. I, I don't know. I just think he reminds me of Dabo Sweeney, and by this Ooh. I say because the game has passed them by. They yeah. refuse to articulate matriculate into this new football. So football yeah. has changed a lot. In the last 15, 20 years, it's almost a different game. And you, especially in college, I mean, with NIL and the transfer portal, it's a totally different game. But even in the NFL, you've seen the game mature. And it's yeah. like Belichick is stuck in his old ways, and yeah. he refuses to, you know, assimilate. So it's gonna, I think it's going to cost him. 
Yeah, he, I mean, I have to agree with you there. He, he does seem like he's that, that grouch, man, that, you know, that Oscar the grouch. He, he never smiles. He gives you a three-word answer to every question. He doesn't like to wear sleeves on his sweatshirt. You know, he cuts those off. It's like everything in the world irritates this man, and you know what? And you just don't – it's not enough for him, man. It's just – it's never enough for this guy, and we're starting to see that that question is, is answered. I don't think it's, it's being answered. I think it has been answered. Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? I think we all know the answer to that question right now because, like you mentioned, E, Bella, I mean, Brady went on to Tampa Bay his first year there, not his second or third. His first year there, he wins, He goes on, goes on and wins a Super Bowl. Granted, he was surrounded around a lot of talent, but nonetheless, he did it, and Belichick is is looking down the, in, in the uh, the opposite direction. So, with all this being said, E, do you think that Belichick uh, will be the head coach for the New England, New England Patriots start of the 2024 season, NFL season? I'm 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 gonna go with no. I think mm-hmm. because in the off, if this season goes like it looks like it's going, I think he's gonna have a, a talk with Kraft. In the, in the you know in the off season, I don't think they're gonna fire him, but I think it's one of those means like we've talked about before. Hey Bill, Kraft need to see you in his office. Bring your playbook. So right. when he goes in there, they go tell him, look, this can go one of two ways. Either way, at the end of this conversation, you no longer work here. We can you can either step right. down or we can fire you. But either way, your days here are done. And so I think they're going to let him resign. He'll tell some lie about spending more time with the family <laughs> and all this BS. He'll do a year on TV yeah. next year, and which he'll get fired from that because he's terrible. I don't, I don't yeah. see – I mean, I can't say he's terrible because I've never seen him do TV. But just based on the better tape that we get, he'd be terrible at television. So yeah. he'll, he'll do something for about a year, and then the following year he'll be back somewhere. Like, you know, San Diego because Staley going to get fired. Um <laughs> Yeah, Maybe somewhere. even Denver, because Sean Bain gonna get his ass rolled up by there. I mean, they're gonna be some jobs available. Yeah, yeah. E, I mean, a great segue for uh, for the most part. But I mean, you make a great point there as, as far as Belichick being on TV, because that's what my next question is: Do you see him on TV? Because I, I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. Before we get there, I'm in agreement with, with you there. I think that it'll it'll be a mutual parting of ways, if you will, to try to, you know, save his reputation, um, if you will, or he'll step down like everything that you mentioned. But I can't see him on TV. He doesn't have that personality, man. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. It's like everybody irritates him. Everything irritates this guy. I mean, he's playing, he's won six Super Bowls, and he's still not happy, man. It's like every time he goes, I know, I think I maybe seen him smile once. And I think that's because he passed gas. I don't know what it, the reason was, <laughs> e, but I don't know what it was. But it, it wasn't it wasn't a normal reaction for him. And when you see him smile, it, it makes you cringe because it's like, oh, that's different, you know. And and that's sad at the same time. But I don't want to see him on TV, man. I don't think. And maybe he will be. You know, he'll surprise people if he does go that route because that's generally what these head coaches do. You know, head coaches like Belichick, Parcells, you know, Rex Ryan, just to name a few. Even Sean Payton, as you mentioned, uh, to name a few. Um, you know, they go into that. You know, they go into that role. I don't. I can't see Belichick doing it. You know, and again, he may surprise me, but I, I just can't see him answering. You know, saying more than you know. 
15, 20 words. I, I just, you know, it's, I don't even think I've heard that many from him. It's, it's, it's so sad. But, yeah, I'm in agreement with you there, E, and I, I think that he um, – you know he won't be a uh, a page, the head coach of the Patriots. I think he will come back to coach though, and I think he'll go to a coach kind of like you mentioned. But I, I you know you know maybe Denver or this at least a team that has a set offense with some young players. Maybe like an Atlanta. Oh, I know you don't like that. I don't like. I know you don't like that team. But maybe like an Atlanta Falcons. They have some weapons there, man. They do. They just don't have. You know that court, that Arthur Smith. Is a question mark. Hey, E, how about this? Bill Belichick, head coach of the New Orleans Saints in like 2025, 2026. I know you guys, I know the, the Saints fans are calling for uh, Dennis Allen. Am I right? Am I correct? Even though I said previously that I think the game is fast, Belichick back, <laughs> I, will wel- I will welcome him to the Huda Nation because Dennis Allen is terrible. I don't know if the game is passing by or if he was never on board, but he's uh-huh. an awful coach. So I, I do know this. Belichick can't be worse. I mean, that that's impossible. Right. So even if it's a lateral move, at least Belichick is a name brand, dude. This Dennis right. Allen guy, yeah, he was terrible with the Raiders. He's terrible with us. So, yeah, mm. hey, I will welcome my grouchy Bill in because maybe Bill will surround himself with, with good coordinators. Here's when mm. I knew Bill was losing it. Bill had your boy with the pencil. What's his name? Matt Patricia okay. as a D mm-hmm. coordinator. He did great <laughs> as a D coordinator, so he gets a head coaching job at Detroit. Went to Detroit, I don't know how long he was over there, but absolutely stunk it up. I mean, they rolled his ass up by this as quick as they brought him in. So what does Bill do? Bill brings him back as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I knew that. Personality, Bill C now. It was starting to set in. Bill, this dude was just a D coordinator. <laughs> and not saying that he can't be an offensive coordinator, but yeah, mm-hmm. Bill, that ain't a good look. Because he, he unceremoniously got rolled up out of Detroit because he was terrible. Yeah. So now you're going to bring him in to be the OC? Yeah, so if if Bill want to bring Patricia with him, no, nah, I don't want him in New Orleans. But if Bill yeah. want to come in and then, you know, he gets some good coordinators around him. I, I would welcome Bill in the Crescent City. Who that? Yeah, for real, man. I mean, I mean, I, I could see that. I just threw it out there just to see what type of reaction I would get from you. But, yeah, man, I, I, I definitely think that he has to go to a team if he's going to do that, if, if it's going to take that route that you and I, uh, you know, think that he should, I think he should go to an offensive mind. I mean, an offensive lane team that has a, maybe a quarterback away or, you know, a, a quarterback or offensive coordinator away, whatever the case may be. But, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep our eyes posted. But we both are in, in agreement that Bill Belichick will not be the head coach of uh, the New England Patriots uh, next year. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and you want to chime in, call in, you know, 347-637-3286, or just, uh, you know, shoot us a chat uh, message there and give us your thoughts and opinions on that for sure. All right, E, you want to stay before we grab our, our first break. I want to uh, I want to talk about another coach that you and I were talking about, and that's um, we're going to switch gears. We're going to go to the college ranks, but head coach nonetheless, and that's Mario Cristobal. Uh, and again, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who that is, it's the head coach of the University of Miami. And um, last week, uh, you know, last week they were up. Uh, you know, the Miami uh, the, uh, the the Miami Hurricanes 
uh, were up against um, – who were they playing? They, uh, Georgia Tech. They were playing Georgia Tech, and um, there was 33 seconds left on, uh, on the clock, ladies and gentlemen. All, all Crystal Ball had to do was just kneel on the ball, and the game would have been over. Essentially, it, it would have been over. But, you know, take a knee. You know, the, what do they say? The best formation is what? Victory, Victory formation. Exactly. exactly. So, exactly. And that's all he had to take, and, you know, they didn't do that. So he decides to run the ball for whatever reason. They fumble. Again, they have 33 seconds left. They fumble. Georgia Tech recovered and eventually scored and won the game in the final seconds. Hey, a lot of people are calling for this guy's job immediately. I've never seen anything so – Dumb, idiotic, whatever adjective you want to use to describe the decision, um, please, by all means, go ahead. But, E, I know you wanted to talk about Crystal Ball, but what's, what say you about this situation? And this is overall resume uh, in, in general. So when I first saw it, because I wasn't watching the game, I think Ship called me and told mm-hmm. me about it. So when I first I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, yeah, you shouldn't have been running the ball. But, you know, hey, it, it happens. Then, after a little digging into it, I find out, oh, he doesn't believe in taking the knee. Not only does he not believe in taking the knee, this is not the first time he's done this. He did this when he was at Oregon or Oregon State, and yes. it also cost them a game. So now he's a repeat offender, if you will, mm-hmm. a habitual <laughs> offender. So when somebody's a habitual offender, they start the line, you've got to reach over there and pull them back. So if I'm the AD in Miami, oh, yeah, I'd have met him on the tarmac that night, even though Facts. it was a home game. Yeah, <laughs> even though it was a home game. Mm-hmm. We didn't mm-hmm. want to talk about I mean, because how, how, how you lose a football game, this is 100% your fault. Then, okay, so I'm cruising through social media, and so many Miami fans were coming out and saying, oh, well, it wasn't a fumble, blah, 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 blah. You can argue that, because I, I, I've seen the play. Uh, me and Ship go back and forth. Ship doesn't mm-hmm. think, Ship think it was a fumble. I don't think it was. But, either, but mm-hmm. like I told Ship, this is one thing we do agree on. That's neither here or not there. Had you kneeled on the football, yeah. we wouldn't be talking about right. whether or not it's fumble. They had no timeouts. You got less than a minute 25 left. The football game is over. You're in victory formation. You kneel on first down, run 45 seconds out. You kneel on second down. By third down, the coaches are meeting each other at midfield, congratulating each other with 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 the handshake. But, no, you decide to run the football. And, like I said, you can argue all day, was it a fumble, was it not a fumble. That yeah. doesn't matter. That doesn't Adam. let him off the hook. That close. Because right. if you don't do that, you win the football game. And then when I find out, oh, you've done this before? Yeah. Oh, no, you got you to gotta go. I mean, because that, that's inexcusable. Because, and like Chip wanted to, um, he wasn't able to come on with us tonight. But um, one thing he said, that actually could potentially cost the school money because now yeah. you're out of the playoff picture. If you go to the playoffs that, or the ACC championship game, that's that more money game. for the school. Yeah. That's more the ball game. That's more money for the program. So now you're playing with our money. And one Back. thing, people, be white, black, yellow, brown, blue, indifferent, you don't play with our money. That's one thing. That's the one thing that's universal. (laughs) Yeah, you don't don't play with my money, and I'm sure. But now, 
And Shep brought up a good point. He was like, well, he's not afraid of the AD. The AD he, he don't respect the AD. Well, that may be true. Then the president needs to step in and fire him and the AD. Because now, you, like I said, you playing with the money now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and let me ask you this question. I, I know that with the transfer portal and everything going on, What's to say, like, you know, the offensive coordinator or just uh, uh, just one of the players, one of the senior players, you know, comes up and says, listen, we're going to run, you know, you know we're going to run strong right, um, you know, uh, strong right, uh, you know, 45, you know, a 45 uh, power, or, or, you know, 45 power. That's a running play to the, to the left. I mean, strong left, 45 power. That's a strong, that's a running play to the right, I mean, to the left. Why don't that player just say, listen, I'm just going to nail that. I'm going to fall down. Like, you know, make it look like he's going to run it, but just like, you know, oh, Coach, I slipped. You know, I, I slipped. I'm sorry. Now, and if, go ahead. So I, I thought the same thing. But now mm-hmm. here's what I've, I've been told about that. Again, you know, talking to various fans and reading stuff on the Internet. The mm-hmm. guy they gave the ball to was only three yards short of 100 yards. So Crystal Ball <laughs> wanted to get him 100 yards. And now, and this is what I'm being told. Now again, Shefty didn't tell me, so I don't know if it's true or not. But they were saying that uh, Cristobal wanted to get this guy 100 yards, and he was only three yards short. Okay, here's my thing. He was, he was my rebuttal to that. This is not the NFL. He don't have an incentive laden contract. If he put, if he if turns in 97 yards in the book, or if he turns in 100 yards, that gets him nothing. I mean that, yeah. that that does nothing for him. It's not he he's not an incentive laden player. Whatever NIL he has, or even money that he's being paid under the table, I seriously doubt three yards is going to cost him in this particular situation. So yeah, do will it make his stats look better? Yeah, but you know what his stats make make his stats look even better? A W. A W. Not yes. in, not in the L. Yeah. And you ask, and you and you got to ask that 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 player, like, would you trade a hundred yards for a win? I don't think anybody. I mean, for you know, would you rather have a W or would you rather have uh, lose the game and but you score a hundred? I mean, hundred yards, but you rush for a hundred yards. You got to ask yourself that. And I don't think well, exactly. today, you know, would they do that? Would they say that? I don't think so. I don't know how many kids that, today would that do one that. Out with, that one out with Carmel Anthony. Carmel yeah. Anthony is the last person that that mm-hmm. was that selfish that we know of. Yeah, for for sure, man, for sure. All right, let's do this, man. Let's let's grab our first break, man. When we come back, I want to dive into uh, I, I want to dive into some more coaching talk as well. Got to talk about that Forty ers and, and and Cowboys game uh, for sure. Uh, we got our good buddy uh, Special K on, going to hold him, going to bring him in after the break, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a long time listener, you know K brings it every each and every week, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a first time listener, stay tuned because uh, it's, the show is going to get better uh, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again you are tuning to Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hey guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, Master Killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, 
smoother skin you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. And we are back. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, we were talking Bill Belichick and uh, his future uh, with the Patriots. Also, Mario Cristobal, the uh, head coach of the University of Miami. Wanted to start start off with some coaching, uh, you know, coaching stories there. Uh, for sure, because we feel like though, as though these are some big stories, and Bel- the way, they, especially the way that Bill Belichick has lost in the last two weeks. Um, I want to turn it back over to the uh, the NFL, and um, I, I got to talk. Uh, I got to talk some Forty ers and, uh, and and Cowboys. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you you already know you, you're a long time listener, so you know you know I'm a Forty Nine diehard Forty Nine er fan. Going into this game, the Cowboys, you know, we know the Cowboys fans. Everyone knows what the Cowboys fans are about. This is their year to win the Super Bowl, uh, like it always is. But you know, it was extra special. Usually, I don't, I don't like to gloat, ladies and gentlemen. If you know me, I don't talk too much. You know, I don't brag on my Forty ers You know, I, I try to, you know, uh, walk softly and carry a big stick when it comes to my team, man. But these Cowboys, man, they just bring something out of me, man. And, and you know, I'm just so sick of hearing this. And then, you know, they come out and, and all of a sudden they want to, you know, go into the, you know, they want to go into that turn into that potato bug, if you will, and crawl up and, you know, hide in that shell, <laughs> if you will. And, and, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to hold back, ladies and gentlemen. These Cowboy fans are, are annoying. I hope this humbles them. I don't know if that's possible. But, listen, you know, the 49ers came out and did you know, what they planned on doing. Michael Parsons, just, just stop, brother. Stop. Stop talking and focus on the charges for now, right now. So we know, you know, Stop comparing yourself to them right now. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl because we've, we've seen what happened in the past. We've seen that the, the 49ers can get to that, that NFC championship, get to the Super Bowl in the last few years, and just can't get it done. We know that injuries play a huge part in this game. 
But it's just nice to live in the moment right now, to have this moment over those Cowboys and those Cowboy fans. So, E, that game, man, um, you watched – I'm not sure how much of the game you watched. I know it was a Sunday night game. I know you – you know, at one point, at some point, I've I've heard a lot of people (laughs) said that they went to bed early after a certain point in that game. It's a Sunday night game. Got to get ready for work the next morning. But what say you about this game? What did you learn about the 49ers that you didn't already know? And what did you learn about the Cowboys that you don't already know? What say you? Well, I, I didn't really learn anything because I knew the 49ers were a great football team and I knew Dallas was overrated. So for me, it was pretty much status quo. I watched as much of it as I could. I did fall asleep for a minute, but I woke up and I saw the end. Dak go Dak. Uh, first thing I said, Dak out here dacking. I mean, that 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 is what we expect from him, and, and, and that's what he does. And now... I'm with you with the Cowboys fans because I don't dislike the Dallas Cowboys, but it's their fans. And I'm like, okay, so one week y'all riding Dak like, you know, he the greatest thing since sliced bread, like he better than Tom Brady. He go out here and throw one, not two, but three picks, and now y'all have jumped on, y'all have turned, y'all have turned on him. That I don't understand. I mean, like, he's still your quarterback. Love him or hate him. He's what you got. But then, like, you know, it's kind of like, it's, remember remember the scene in 8 Mile where Eminem rapped first and he said all the negative things about himself yeah, yeah, so the next yeah. dude couldn't have anything else to say? say. That's yeah. kind of like what cowboy fans do. They come <laughs> yeah. out here and throw Dak under the bus before we can get to it. No, no. You're going to take this L. Because last week, Dak was the greatest thing since sliced bread. We knew we were trash last week. Y'all <laughs> knew we were trash last week. But now all of a sudden, since, since he's bad, you want to blame Dak so we can get to it. No, no, no. You're going to take this hell. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Tell these people there's something they don't already know about me. But, yeah, <laughs> good stuff there. Yeah, I like that. All right. Um, I'm, Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I'll give you a little more. We'll, we'll, we'll turn into another uh, a part of it. But let's bring in Mr. Uh, Special K. Uh, Mr. K, your, your mic is open. I don't know if you're on mute or not. But um, give me your – first and foremost, thank you so much for joining us, uh, as you do uh, each and every week. Uh, but how are you doing this evening, my brother? And uh, what say you about this uh, about this matchup? I'm good, man. You know, it's been a great sports week. You know, Cowboys lost. You know, uh, yeah, my bad, man. How's everybody? I hope everybody's well. Um, so, yeah, the, the week week started off great, man. You know, Sunday night football. You know, last last football we're going to see for that Monday morning, the buzz. Uh, and the Cowboys lost. Good Lord. How much? Why should I feel good Sunday night? You understand me? <laughs> Uh, guess, guess what the Cowboys fans are going to do on Monday morning? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you uh-huh. can't hear nothing. Uh, Pete can't find them. Where y'all at, man? Like, looking for one, right. though, man. We did, not have, we did not have to hear we them boys. We did not have to no, hear. No, absolutely not. You know, the question was more like, are y'all still them boys? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, there was a meme on Facebook where uh, – <laughs> If you remember the scene in, um, dang, what's the movie, man? The Marine movie with Powell. Um, oh, I can't think of the name of it. But he was being soft, you know what I'm saying? And they took the soap, you know, they he got a soap oh, beat down. Um, um, oh, um, um, what is the movie? Um, man, if you didn't say it, uh, oh, oh, I, I, it'll come to me. 
Yeah, man. Anyway, full metal jacket. You know what I mean? Full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Yes, Lord. So they had that face on pile. <laughs> and Jerry Jones holding him down while he getting beat with the soap. Listen, man. Watching that game, when he threw the first interception, I was like, all right. You know what I'm saying? If I remember correctly, it was a tip or something like that. That's fine. You know, I ain't going to punish you for that. But that next one, buddy, you overthrew the wide receiver like by five feet yards. Like, who was you going to? You know, the wide receiver looked at the ball go over his head like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, that. So I, I've come to the conclusion, man, because I've been somewhat of a Dak advocate. You know, I think Dak takes too much of a beat. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I say with James, you can't find 32 that's better. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Or third, whatever the league. You can't find that many better. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I think he takes too much of a beat down, but after Sunday night, he deserves it. You know, three possessions in a row, buddy. You yeah. threw interception. Like, come on, man. If you, if I was a betting man, <clears throat> if I was a betting man, I would say that <laughs> through that game. You know what I mean? Like that working with the fire, like that. What you, what you, what you doing, that? Like three in a row. Hey, you see my boy, my boy threw that in the trash can. He's like, that is trash. Yeah. <laughs> he put that in the trash can, man. It's sad, man. Now to answer <laughs> your question, what we learned, um, we learned that. San Francisco steps up for big games. They mm-hmm. truly do. You know, because if you compare that to the Rams game, it's like two different teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so we learned that San Francisco steps up for the big games. Um, what we learned about Dallas is what we always knew. You know what I mean? That that back end of the defense going to fold. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you double Parsons and you, and you actually get a block on him, he's irrelevant. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then everybody else start dropping like flies. And then you got Dak just putting the cherry on the top, throwing in the such. So, I mean, they are who we thought they, we, they were. You know what I mean? Any <laughs> green. You know what I mean? They are who we thought they were. So, you know, the only thing I take out of that game is um, San Francisco really steps up for big games. Um, they come ready. Uh, but, you know, I know this may be an early prediction. I think they get knocked off their horse this weekend. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Who, who gets? Are uh, you you're talking about the uh, the Forty Niners and the, and the Browns? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we definitely got to talk about that for who, sure. It's who did that this weekend? You said the Browns. Browns. Yeah. He might not play. He might not play. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he might not play. But yeah. I think I think I mean we'll we'll I know we'll speak on it yeah, later. But I think yeah, uh, Cleveland going to give give San Francisco a little something different which is going to, you know, be like a surprise. And the game's in Cleveland, right? So, yeah, we, we'll talk about it later. All right, all right, all right. I like that. Okay. So, with that being said, yeah, I, I'm, you know, going back to the game, going back to the Cowboys and 49ers game, yeah, you know, me going into this game, you know, as a fan, well, as a, as a fan, let me say as a fan first and foremost, I thought that um, – you know, I, I was trying to be as humble as possible because I really thought that, you know, the way that the Cowboys played defense uh, up until this point, up until that game, you know, it was something that you really had to, you know, be aware of. And, you know, Kyle Shanahan was in that, uh, you, know, in, you know, in the meeting room, you know, with that offense. And he paid more attention to this tape probably than he did to the previous four games there because the Cowboys were flying around. 
even without Trayvon Diggs, you know, they, they still were stepping up. You know, uh, Micah was running around like a chicken with his head cut off, but still getting to the ball. You know, Van Der Esch was still getting to, you know, getting to the ball. And those guys are playing good team ball. But, it, it, you know, after that first series, man, doing that first, I guess when I realized that the 49ers were really in control of the game, I guess I would say, well, this I'm not, let, me, let, me, let me back that up a little bit. When I I was worried about the offense, not so much the defense, because of the fact of the matter, I don't really trust the Cowboys' offense, <laughs> because they they for some reason or another they just don't scare me on offense. It's their defense that I was more worried about. So when that when the Forty Nine ers got the opening kick and they got they went down their first drive, they were moving the ball fairly easy on on on, on the Cowboys. So when they went down there and and uh, ultimately Brock uh, Purdy hit. Uh, you know, hit uh, uh, George Kittle on the touchdown on the out route. What I loved about it is the way he stepped up, meaning Brock Purdy stepped up and then stepped to his right and hit hit Kittle, um, you know, in stride. After that, I was like, okay, well, I'm not worried about the offense. Let's see this next drive. Let's see this next – let's see this defensive drive and see what happens. If they come out and dominate – then meaning the the, Cow, the the 49ers defense, then I'm like, okay, this game is going to be a long game for the Cowboys because I, I was so much worried about their offense. But going three and out, I think they went out three and out, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, three straight times, meaning uh, the Cowboys, three three straight times, and the, Cowboys, and the 49ers scored on two of those three. I was like, okay, the 49ers here to play. Kyle Shanahan, he's dialed in. He's ready to go. He wants to, uh, you know, you know, he he studied his film, and and the Cowboys. What I showed with what I saw with Cal with the Cowboys is that Dan Quinn was focused so much more on uh, on uh, Christian McCaffrey. They did a great job there. You know, they held him to under three yards, or you know, under three yards of carry, and they forced a fumble from him as well. And uh, you know, you know, ultimately he scored a touchdown. Yeah, they took they took the Christian McCaffrey out of the game. That was their game plan. But what they fail to realize is, you know, hey, listen, they have a guy named uh, Brandon Ayuk. They have a guy named Juice Usek. They have a guy named Debo Samuels. Hey, oh, wait, that other guy, number 85, uh, George Kittle, he's pretty good, too. He's pretty good, too. So the thing about it is I think Dan Quinn focused on the wrong guy. Yeah, you maybe he is the engine that makes that, that offense run if you really want to break it down, but really he doesn't. It really he doesn't. So, and that's what the beauty of watching Kyle Shanahan and being a fan of this team that I love so much, and the way they they, they go about their business, and then the defense complements them as well. I don't think Dallas was that bad. I just think the Forty Nineers was that good on that night. And and, the, and at some point, at one point, you saw the Cowboys fold their tent. But I'm not gonna. I'm gonna digress a little bit here because of the fact that the matter is. You know what? No, I'm not. I'm a pile it on. You know what? Because them cowboy fans make me absolutely sick, ladies and gentlemen. And if it wasn't for the fans, and I know a ton of them, some some don't don't talk too much. They know who they are, but some talk a lot. So with that being said, I'm taking this moment. I'm taking this platform to dig into the cowboys <laughs> because of the fact of the matter. Hey, who 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 Jay rolling with this week? Is he cowboy this week? Because I know it switches up. You know, right? Yeah. Jay, listen, listen to this. E, that's so funny you asked that question because last night we were on the sideline speaks Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, live on YouTube and and and, and uh, Twitter and Facebook. Um, catch us there at seven o'clock every Tuesday night. He was rocking green. He was rocking the green, 
But, um, you know, he's still saying he's a Cowboy fan. We're giving him up to the trade deadline, which is uh, October 31st, and also happens to be Jason's birthday as well and, and Halloween. So we're giving him up to that date that you know, he has to either uh, declare a new team or stay with the Cowboys. But right now he seems like he's a Cowboy guy. He seems like he's a Cowboy guy. So <laughs> but I gave it to him last night, ladies and gentlemen. Check that out again. <laughs> I, like speak. I gave it to him good last night. Uh, I did there was not another back. series in that game where um, I was like, man, this is atrocious. I think uh, if I call it right, the, the San Francisco was on offense, mm-hmm. and they had just completed a big pass. Uh, for first yeah. down, I think it was 20, yeah. 29 yards or whatever, but there was a and holding call? foul or something. A holding, a holding call. call. Holding so call. That backed them up. So now we what, first and 20, first and 25 or something like that? Next, next the very play. next damn play. <laughs> damn. The very next damn play, 39 yards. 39 yards. Like, come Debo. on, man. Well, what are y'all doing out here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I I was actually awake doing that, too, because I'm like, okay, Sanford had scored, and they were celebrating, and they called back. And then, like, they was like, okay, don't worry about it. We got some of us for you. I'm yes. like, come on, Dallas. Yes. Take some pride in your crap. And Ian, I was like, listen, okay, fine. You want to take that away? I'll, I'll go right back to it. He went right back. He went, first, it was the IUP that he went to, okay, uh, and then they called a holding call. Very next play, he went to Debo. But listen, I know I'm laughing now, and it made me make, make me cry later. But nonetheless, I'm living in the moment, ladies and gentlemen, because it, it, it is it is the Cowboys, man. and it's my team against the Cowboys. It was it was um, it was a Sunday night game, the most viewed Sunday night game in the history of the NFL. Twenty six million got to see my 49ers dominate the Dallas Cowboys, and um, so uh, great stuff there, Cowboys. Uh, with that being said, listen. Let's uh, let. I'll, um, I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about Dak a little bit. Actually, let's talk about. Let's talk about Brock Purdy. E. I got to talk about Brock Purdy here. And a lot of people are trying to, you know, saying that okay, after last night's game, I don't know why it took so long, but nonetheless, Brock Purdy should be a number uh, top ten quarterback. Listen, I don't know how what the criteria is to be a top quarterback, a top ten quarterback, or whatever number you're you're labeled at or you know you put at. Um, I have I'm a, I have I'm a, I'm gonna I'm go with I'm gonna start with me and then I'll go with you uh, E and then K I'll come to you and you guys can break down your criteria however you see fit. Okay, so this is how I see the, how the quarterback should be ranked. How are you performing with your team? in that particular system, all right? I'm not looking at your height. I'm not looking at your weight. I'm not looking at your 40 time. I'm not looking at your arm strength. I'm looking at your product productivity and with that offense. Who runs their offense the best? And I think that's what it's ultimately about is when you have a coach and a quarterback who work well in the system and they can dominate that system or they can, uh, you know, they can control that, that particular system that they're in, uh, a la – uh, Josh Daniels or Tom or Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. <laughs> we talked about them earlier, E, and how successful they were together. Now the new age is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. You can throw Sirianni and uh, Jalen Hurts, and, you know, in that mix a- as well. I wanted I want to throw Kyle Shanahan and, and Brock Purdy at the top of that list because because 
Kyle Shanahan, we know Kyle Shanahan has a great offense, and he has a great offensive mind. We've seen the quarterbacks that have succeeded. Jimmy Garoppolo took them to a, uh, to a, uh, uh, to a Super Bowl. They were seven minutes and 34 seconds away from, uh, away from winning the Super Bowl. I'll never forget that number. But nonetheless, um, but Brock Purdy seems to fit his offense the best. So with that being said, I'm going to say Brock Purdy is a top 10 quarterback. I'm not, I don't know what number to put him at, but I, I definitely will. If you could put him at 10, if he's at 10, he's at 10. I'll put him at 10. But based off of that, E, what say you? Is it, is it about the, the quarterback, the way he works his system? Is it about the numbers that he puts up? Is it about his arm strength, his athletic ability? How are you breaking down? How are you ranking your quarterbacks? I'm going to say, like, let's just speak with just about Brock Purdy. I'm going to agree with you because now this may be, and if you're guilty of it, I'm guilty of it as well. It may just be, you know, prisoner of the moment. But right now, yeah. there are only two underfooted teams in football. That's the Philadelphia Eagles and San Francisco 49ers. Now, like you said, Cal Shanahan runs a great offense, and quarterbacks tend to flourish in his in his offense. However. I, you got to have the skills coming in in order to flourish in this offense because, okay, he coached RG3. RG3 didn't flourish in that offense because RG3 didn't really have the skill set that Kyle Shanahan is used to. Garoppolo didn't really flourish in the offense because he didn't have the skill set that, right. that Shanahan is used to. Purdy seems to have it. Now, we don't know if Trey Lance had it or not because he got to play one game in a monsoon. <laughs> Once they saw Purdy, they was like, well, we don't know if you do have it, Trey Lance, but we do know Purdy does, so we're going to roll you up out of here. So I don't know. I can't speak to Trey Lance. But people always want to say, oh, any quarterback would do well in in, in Shanahan's offense. I disagree because the Jones boys, Mack in New England, Daniel in New York, are both (laughs) terrible. And I think they will make Kyle Shanahan's offense look terrible because Mm -hmm. they don't have a skill set. Because, you know, it's rumor, and you may speak to this better than me, K. Walt, they actually wanted Mac Jones in San Francisco, yeah. but mm-hmm. it didn't work out and and for whatever reason. But I'm yeah. just saying right now, and like I said, we could be in prison at the moment, but right now, today, um, October 11, 2023, yes, Brock Purdy is a top-10 quarterback in the league right now. Now, we're not talking about all times. We're not right. out here saying he's nah. better than Marino and Be- and Brady and, and the mother Favre and the other guys. We're saying right now in the league, of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the league today, yes, Brock Purdy is in the top-10. And I'm with you, Kay Walker. You can sign him whatever number you want to, but he is in the top-10. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'd agree with that. But yeah, you made you made a great point there as far as Daniel Jones and 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 Mac Jones. And yeah, there were rumors out there, and and, and I'm on record saying that um, if they don't take Trey Lance at three, you know, <laughs> that I was going to break my TV. And I don't know if it was more so e if they didn't take Trey Lance that I was going to break my TV. If they were to take Mac Jones, because that was the rumor, and that's what I did not want. I did not want Mac Jones because the Forty Nines were looking for a guy who's mobile because they already had a Mac Jones in uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So it didn't make sense to go out there to, to to buy something you already had. Maybe it was a different color. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if that's the only reason why you would buy because you wanted two of the same, but it was just a different color. But nonetheless, I, I you know, it, it didn't make sense to me because you needed a a guy that can move within that pocket. 
you know, move within that pocket, whether it be, you know, up and, you know, from, you know, back and forth or left to right, you know, whatever the case may be. Brock Purdy is not Trey Lance, you know, mobility-wise, but he has that mobility to, to extend plays. We saw that on that first drive on, on, against the Cowboys. But, Kay, what, what say you? So I look at it two ways, man. So, I mean, to answer the question, I'm going to answer the question first. Um, currently, he is a top-10 quarterback in the league. I don't like saying it, but apparently he is a top ten quarterback in the league. Prisoner of the moment, yes, we are, but we are. it is what it is. I mean, right now, who's playing better? You know what I mean? Now, the negative to that or the hate to that is he has a great team around him. You know, I mean, they're the same team, if not better, than when Jimmy had him. You know what I mean? And when I say better, I ain't talking about just Brock. I'm talking – They've added Christian. You know what I mean? All the other pieces was there. You know what I mean? So he has a great team around him. So I think that's more of the reason why he's looking like a top-10 quarterback versus him. There's a reason he was Mr. Irrelevant. Now, do they always get it right? No. I mean, every now and then, there's a diamond in the rough. I like Tom Brady, six rounds. Tom Brady, But how often does that happen? Right. How often does that happen? Um, so, you know, he could be, he could have, could be a diamond in the rough, remains to be seen, but I think it's more of he has that great team around him. I mean, he has a top three offensive line in the league, if not one, you know what I mean? He has a top three running back, however you want to look at it. Um, he has a top three defense, you know what I mean? He has the, the biggest dog in the league right now, I think, in, in Devo, you know what I mean? And he got IU that can scratch the field, you know what I mean? So he has he has the right pieces around him for that type of offense. Now, I'm going to touch on something he said. He said, you know, other quarterbacks, um, it's not plug and play with Kyle Shanahan. I kind of differ to that, you know, because I, uh, Kirk Cousins ran that offense for, for a year or so right. Kirk put up some numbers. Um, if I remember correctly, Robert Griffin won rookie of the year. You know what I mean? So other quarterbacks have flourished with it. You know what I mean? I mean you can't you can't you can't play no, offense and defense. I, I think other quarterbacks can flourish in the offense, but I'm saying I think you also have to have a certain skill set in order to be successful in that offense. I don't think it's just a case of plug and play. Now, if a quarterback has a good skill set, which Kirk Cousins does, which Robert Griffin III did when he was listening, it was only until he stopped listening that got him up out the league. I'm just <laughs> saying I don't think Mac Jones or Daniel Jones have the skill set. I don't think they will flourish in that offense. I could be wrong. Absolutely that's not. Just, you know, that, 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 <laughs> so you're in agreement with me. Okay. Carry yeah. Right. Yeah. When you use those two quarterbacks, yeah, I agree. But I feel like other offenses could have, you know, other quarterbacks. I think Trey Lance would have did good. We wouldn't be talking about Purdy, you know what I mean? But he didn't really get a shot. So um, right now Brock is a top-10 quarterback in the league, but I honestly feel like it's more of the pieces around him that's elevating him than him. Okay. Later on down the line, that that's all could change. But, you know, I think it's more of the pieces around him than him. 
Yeah, I want to bring this up again, man. I, I don't. I want, I want to be the dead horse here, man, because I can go on about my 49ers. So I'm not going to be the dead horse here, but I want to bring it back uh, at a later date. And I want to ask the question, not so much about Brock Purdy, just about quarterbacks in general. And what's the criteria? What's your criteria that you base off your rankings? And 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 then next time we bring it up, you know, you can do it now after the show. You know, give me your top. You know, give me your top ten quarterbacks. Um, you know, in the league after you know whatever. Whenever I bring it up, I'll. I'll pose it to you guys, you know, before we bring it up. Maybe we'll do it next week. But I want to know what your criteria, what criteria do they have to meet in order to be ranked 1 through 10? Um, that's what I want to know uh, for sure. Because if you look at Brock Purdy, you know, you can say this, so there's so many other quarterbacks that that are the ranked, uh, that, could be, that should be ranked higher or whatever because of the skill set. Again, I want to know your, your, your criteria there. So I don't want to be the dead horse again, as I stated. All right, so with that being said, let me uh, let's do this. Um, I want to go to because I, I want to talk about another quarterback and another coach. Uh, you know, marriage on the rocks, uh, if you will, and that's uh, e that's that's uh, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson right now. Um, is that marriage right now? So much, I mean, it feels to me like it's a loveless marriage. It feels like to me that you know that that Sean Payton is uh, you know is sleeping in the bedroom and Russell Wilson is sleeping in the guest house or on the couch, whatever the case may be. But give me your thoughts and opinions on this. Do you see there any type of reconciliation between these two, or do you see uh, Sean Payton moving on to Russell, uh, moving on from Russell Wilson? Because if, if one has to go, Russell Wilson is going to be the one that goes before Sean Payton, in my opinion. But what say you about this situation? Yeah, these are definitely irreconcilable differences, <laughs> and and because I think Sean Payne came in with Russ not being his guy, and mm-hmm. a lot of times that doesn't work out. I think going back to Kyle Shanahan and RG3 for a quick second, I mm-hmm. think that's kind of what happened with RG3 because RG3 was never – Wrong. Kyle or his father, RG3 wasn't their guy. Daniel Snyder made the right. draft, RG3. That's why in the same draft they took Kirk Cousins because RG3 wasn't their guy. And so a lot of times when a, when a coach comes in and, hey, you're not my guy, it doesn't work out. That's why we've talked about this before. I'm so glad in college now they had a transfer portal because, you know, a coach goes into a parent's living room and make all these promises, then he gets another job somewhere. New coach comes in. Your kid is not the new coach's guy. Now, he, before yeah. he was stuck, now he has transfer mm-hmm. portal. But, yeah, as far as Denver, Russ, and, and Sean go, yeah, something got to give there. Now, you said – that, you know, you think Russ would go before Sean. I mean, you know, they got a bunch of they got a bunch of Walmart money tied into both of them. So I agree with you because I think it's easier to move Russ than it yeah. is to move Sean. Because even though Russ is not playing well, he's still a good quarterback and you can get somebody to probably take that that contract. I'm not saying you're gonna get a lot in return for him, but you can get that money off the books. Whereas with Sean Payton, it's a little harder to move a coach. I mean, because you had to give a draft pick to the Saints just to bring him in there. So, yeah, but that's definitely a marriage that's not working, and it's headed for divorce. These are irreconcilable differences. And like you said, they already sleep in separate bedrooms. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And and it just seems like it's just getting worse for this team and and that defense. And I think they really have a, a they have a really good defense, you know. But it just it seems like Russ is hit or miss. It just seems like he's more distracted than anything else. I don't know what it is. I, I can't put my finger on it. You know, I talked to a uh, we 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 have a, a beat writer on the sideline speaks that he comes on and and he you know he says that everything is. It's pretty much hunky dory, you know, and, and you know, for the most part. I don't know if that's just a fan in him or, or, or what, but nonetheless it just seems like everything is sunshine and rainbows right now in in uh, in in them in the Bronco land, if you will. Um they have a tough one tomorrow night. We'll dive into that, you know, against the Chiefs. We'll see how that pans out. But okay, what say you about the uh the Peyton and, and, and Wilson marriage, if you will? <laughs> Um, I think it's like y'all was saying earlier, man, uh, or like he was saying, uh, Russell's not not son's guy. Um, now, the flip to that, I don't think Russell will be one to go, <laughs> you know, because okay. uh, they actually have football people in in their front office, so they're going to look at it differently, you know what I mean, versus somebody just listening to the coach. Um, I mean, Peyton ran his mouth and – the jet slapped him in it, you know what I mean? <laughs> All that stuff about what the coach did and before he got there and this and that and, that, and, and what they went out there and did. You might as well say it was a goose egg on the on the, on the board, you know what I mean? Because that's how I felt, you know. <laughs> they got punched in the mouth, now, you know. Now, look, go ahead. Because, the Saints, because the Saints didn't win multiple Super Bowls, even go to multiple Super Bowls, nobody ever asked whether it's Drew or Sean. But looking like, even without the question being asked, looking like it was Drew and not Sean. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's yeah. exactly where I was going with it. I, I 100% agree with that. I think it was more Drew than Sean. And, again, like like San Francisco, the pieces. You know, y'all had a great running back in uh, 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 New Orleans. Um, you've had Michael Thomas there for some years. Now, the Saints have only got one Super Bowl out of it, but they've been relevant every year that Drew was there. So, um, you know, who was it? Was it Peyton yeah, or or was it Drew and Peyton just so happened to be the captain of the ship? You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, I think I think Russell won't be the one to go, man. I think it'll be Peyton. But, I mean, they got a chance to ride wow. the ship. I mean, it's still early. It's, it's 12 more games, you know? Yeah. They got a chance to ride it. No, I definitely agree with. I, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Okay, I mean that's some great stuff. Look, we got our good buddy Ship. I didn't realize it was Ship. I thought it was uh, someone else. But let me bring yeah, Ship in. Yeah, I reached out to him. I reached out right, to cool. him because I really wanted his. I wanted because like you know, like I said, me and Ship do a show damn near every day, and I wanted our listeners to hear his thoughts on the crystal ball situation. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I'm gonna open up his mic, man. I, I didn't recognize. I apologize, shit, for for keeping you on hold that long. I thought uh, you have a similar number to 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 another caller, so I didn't want to bring them in. So I apologize for that, first and foremost, brother. But uh, thanks so much for calling. How you doing this evening? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what doing? doing well. We good. Ain't nothing, nothing. Oh, well. I I, he, I I've been listening to um. Um, uh, K Walk act like he ain't um trying to rub nobody's face in, but boy, <laughs> look here. He, boy, he 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 got the they, he got their face all the way down in the toilet. He drowning them. I'm like, listen, and and, and, and no, but Big E, this is what he like to say. You know, I really don't want to uh, I really don't want to gloat, but uh, and then he changed, and then it it, it gets so yeah, good to him, right. he can't even help it. Yeah. It's back. all right though, K Walk. The way, the way the way Dallas ran dog on, on, on Dallas, 
I, I, I can't even blame you because that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. And, and it goes – and I, it made me feel better because y'all beat them worse, worse than you beat us. So, you know, so – that 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 kind of made that kind of made 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 my night. But I I do yeah. want to say uh, your, when you was talking about your criteria earlier, yeah, um, about the quarterback situation, the criteria is win. And okay. since Purdy Purdy has been in there, that's all he's been doing is winning. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I the top ten quarterback, he definitely is that right now or whatever. Okay. I mean, matter of fact, he, he you know he can he could probably be up in eight and seven. I know he better than my guy. Or whatever. But, um, <laughs> he looked pretty good in that final minute of that game. And for ladies and gentlemen, hey, if you don't know, Chip is a, a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So just let you know. And I'm dying hard, K- too. K- K- K-Wall, I hit Chip with this early early Monday morning. Because, I, I, you know, I go to bed with the chicken when I'm up early. I knew you wouldn't even up. I hit Chip with this question. Bigger Hurt fan base today, the Unim or Cowboy fans? Chip, Ooh. tell them what you told me. <laughs> the you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they was gonna get smoked. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't want to admit it. They didn't want to admit they was gonna get smoked. They knew it though. They knew what was coming. They knew what was coming. Yeah, they knew what was coming. But I'm glad. I'm glad they, that that Kate Walk. When I was talking to you about the Steeler game, the first the first thing I said to you was, "Who is number fifty four? I still don't know who yeah. he is. I can't pronounce wow. his name. But that dude, Fred, is the upbeat. Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Yeah, when that you, dude is a beast. Yeah, what I say is Fred Warner. When you see him coming, Warner Brothers. That's what I call him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I do think he on a, on, a, on a substance, though. There's no way he can fly around like that without being on some type of substance. They need Big E. What, what we already say? We need to see. Bring him the blue chat. Pee in here. Yeah. And you already just yeah. let him a cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've been testing right here. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Ship. Ship. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. FDA approved. It's FDA approved. Oh, okay. oh, I know, but it's <laughs> NFL approved. It's NFL approved. Because he is, I'm like, this dude is a freaking, I mean, he give yeah. you Lawrence Taylor vibes. And we know what yeah. Lawrence Taylor was doing. Yeah. All, all yeah. seriousness, though, man. That dude yeah. is like, why? I mean, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me uh, and and you know this is this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. I you know Biggie always say I I, I you know he'll, I'll go to a little too far, but he goes further than me. But <laughs> that dude right now, that dude right now, all I hear about is Micah Micah, whatever his name is, and and, and, and it, yeah, and this this dude is this dude is dominating the NFL right now. You know, I even heard the other day Milano went out. And they were like, "Oh, he's the, arguably the best linebacker." Wait a minute, am I? Am, I mean, I know I ain't the, I, I ain't no greatest football player in the world, but number fifty-four, y'all telling me he's better than that dude? I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, I don't let, know. let me just throw it. Let me just before you continue, shit. Let me just throw a stat out there in this last game. Uh, uh, Fred, Fred Warner had a, uh, a forced fumble. He had a sack. And he had an interception and named defensive player of the week, but I, I'll, 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 I'll stop there. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, that's enough said. That, and that's where I am right now. I'm like, every time I watch this dude, this dude is like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, 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 and nobody talk about um, him for the MVP. I mean, defensive MVP. I know it's early, but yeah. man, I, I, until this year, I never heard of this dude. 
I never, I never heard. I'm not no 49er fan or nothing like that. But no, man, that dude is, he is the real deal. He is the real deal. Hey man, before you get into the crystal ball situation, because I know that's gonna, you know, that's gonna take up a man. I know how do you feel about that? But for you, you know, I, I gave a shout out the other day or last night about um, one of the questions was posed to me is like, what is the most impressive win? Uh, of the week for uh, for me or the weekend, and that was your Steelers and the way that they uh, that they came back and won that game against the Ravens. I know they took advantage of some careless play by um, my guy Lamar Demetrius Jackson, you know. But nonetheless, that throw from Pickett. I know you, you're not a big fan of him of his, but um, he made a heck of a throw to Pickens on you know on that sideline in, in the last minute and so uh, you know to, to to win that game. But uh, what say you? I know you're not too high on him, but what say you about you know the resiliency of that uh, of that team and the picket to perform in that particular situation? What say you about that? Okay, well, well, this this is my this is first of all, Biggie could have made that throw at ten o'clock at night, and we know he ain't even awake at that time. So yeah, yeah. So I, I ain't I ain't giving him no credit for that throw. Anybody could have made that throw. Now what I it will give him the credit for is. What I will give him credit for is he he did something that people don't want to do. By the way, the Phillies are up ten two on the um at the race. I meant to say that, my Phillies Kicking my Phillies are up. Are you a Phillies fan? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a tough one, man. Y'all had to bounce back after that that tough loss last week. I mean, yeah, last yeah, week, yeah. Go ahead, we, go ahead. Yeah, this, this is supposed to be over, but yeah. Um, but um, I, with 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 Pittsburgh and. This whole offense situation, and, that's, and going back to what y'all were just talking about about Shanahan, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm 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 a believer that if you get a good offensive coordinator, and you get, I mean, these are NFL quarterbacks. I, I think Cooper Rush would flourish in Mike Mike Shanahan's offense. I just that's my opinion. The dude Ouch. is the he creates. He is a creative. He he he's he, he he's so good. He's just yeah. like Andy Reid, and I, I I would say Sean Payton, but I don't know what's going on with Sean right now. That's but um, right but the create the creativity with, of Mike Shanahan, I'm uh, um, not Mike Shanahan, is Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan yeah, mm-hmm. is. I mean, I was, and, and this is how you appreciate his offense. Look at Pittsburgh's offense, and. They showed a couple plays where all we're doing is doing go routes. We got three receivers, everybody doing a go route. Nobody's crossing the field. Yeah, Dallas, I, I, saw, I saw Dallas the other night where they were confused. It's like it, it's, it, it was like it was 13 guys on the field and only 11 players for Dallas. That's how confused. And when you get an offense like that, when you get offense like that, when you that, where the defense looks confused, that, that's all Kyle Shanahan. Now, going back Pittsburgh. We have nothing like that. Defensively, we're up and down. We, I think we're one of the worst defenses in the league, to be honest with really? you, on paper. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Stats-wise, yeah, they're running up and down the field on us. Um, and and we, they dropped three touchdowns on us. Um, okay, well, I, you said yeah. it was Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson put three <laughs> touchdowns in their hands. Three and they dropped all three. I'm talking about not not no bad passes to where they had to adjust. I'm talking about right in their hands. So I don't agree with you with Lamar Jackson. We gave up some touchdowns that Baltimore gave us back. If it wasn't for that, we 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 lose the game or whatever. But you know, you a quick question. 
as a Pittsburgh fan, um, you you still believe in Najee? Yeah, he's, he's let I, a lot I, of people down. <laughs> let me let me let me let me say let me say let me say this case. I I can't I can't blame Najee because the offensive scheme is so bad. Yeah, Jalen Warren he gets in he gets his yards or whatever, but he's a different type of back. It, it, he, he's a different type of back. Um, Najee is a, a, a up the middle, you know, a pound him kind of running back. He still gets five yards or whatever, but I I, I still. I still believe in him because I, if you give me an offense and you give me some holes, some offensive line schemes where, I, where they're going to create some holes, I, I, I see Najee flourishing in it. You know, so I, I can't say I can't say that he's I, – I haven't lost – now, don't get me wrong, there's a whole lot of people who done lost confidence in him, a lot of people. But, yeah, okay, well, I, I, I offense – I, I, no, I, I, we were resilient. We were resilient. We won the game, and that's all that matters. But you know, we still have a long way to go. We, we, this team, this team offensively, offensive woes are just so bad. You know, and I said our defense is bad. It's our defense is bad because we are on the field all game long. You know, okay. they doubled us up in in total yards. They doubled yeah, us for and sure. that's every game. We pretty much getting doubled up in total yards. We got to read the worst hey, offense in the league. Hey, listen, shit. My saying is, you don't have to be great all the time. You just have to be great when you need to be, and that's what they were in that one that particular day. So, uh, just take it for you. Take that W. That's the most important. I believe you said that's the criteria that you judge the quarterback. So, it's a judge of mm-hmm. for that too. Take that W. But okay, uh, you wanted to say something real quick. I think you had a uh, you know reach, uh, something to say on that. Or no. All right, I'm not sure. But uh, you know what, Ship? I know you wanted to come on and talk a little Chris Paul. We got, you know, a couple minutes here. Just go ahead and just, you know, briefly uh, and and, and talk about, you know, Mario Cristobal and and how you feel about him as uh, as a coach as a whole. Well, I don't don't have any feeling about him as a whole. Um, I did have my, my feeling about him, the way, you know, he handled the situation last year when he got on Twitter and said, if you don't, if you don't want, if your kids ain't playing enough, you could come down here and get them. We don't need them. I didn't like wow. that. I, I yeah, thought that was a shock to the parents. You know what I'm saying? So that he had already had a, a, a X in the box on, with me with that right there. I lost a lot of respect for him there. You know, yeah. but he has came in, and I at least I thought that he, you know, he had came in and changed around the Hurricanes. I mean, they and they do look better. But I will say this. I will say this. They. They are just like Dallas. Mm-hmm. You play cupcakes in the beginning, and when it's time to, to really bake, really, really, really get in the kitchen, you know you ain't all that. And what happened with <laughs> I me mean, with Miami Temple? You play Temple, you play Bethune Cookman. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, you know, Temple is, on, but they're not on the level where you 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 gauging your, you're not gauging your program off beating them. You know what I'm saying? Temple. Then you play Bethune Cookman. You play Miami of Ohio. Um, I, I, oh, they did beat Texas A&M, Texas A&M but that, 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 you don't know what you're going to get with Jimbo Fisher week after week. You know what I'm saying? So then yeah. you go into ACC conference play, and people people are like, oh, Miami lost this game and whatever, whatever. But Miami never looked – offensively, they looked terrible in the game. Georgia Tech yeah. – remember now, Georgia Tech lost to Bowling Green the week before. Got blew out by Bowling Green in Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yeah, that, that program. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
so 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 how do you so you know you're not even supposed to be in a position where you should be losing to Georgia Tech if Bowling Green just blew them out the week before. You know what I'm saying? In Miami. Yeah. Now, Cristobal, when we go back to the to go back to the, the the last two minutes of the game, you know, you take a knee, you take a knee, game is over. Now, I was explaining to Big E how Matt Hasselbeck doing that game, doing that game is like, I mean, you know that they can't hear him, but if he could if he could get in Mario Cristobal's ear and just tell him, hey, man, take a knee. But if you listen at the game, that, cause, and I watched the game, he is saying, yeah. what are you doing, Miami? What yeah. are you doing? You know, and then Cristobal, Cristobal you know, and, and K-Walk, like I told B, this has happened before. Yeah. This was yeah, not yeah. his first time. This has cost him a, 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 um, a Pac-12 championship before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you turn around and you do it again. Now, you know, Big E is a favorite for, you know, $8 million, uh, how much you paying somebody, you know what I mean? He, they, they, you know, that's y'all media stuff. But my thing <laughs> is, it's like he, Big E finally has a point. After all these years I've known him, he finally has <laughs> he a finally point. Has a point. <laughs> like, wow. Like, wow. Wow, right? Eight, Eight million dollars, and you make you don't you don't decide you decide you're not going to take a knee, and you have blown your 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 your, your season. You know what I'm saying? Because now they got they got to hope they beat Miami. I mean uh, North Carolina for um, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Okay, then they got to turn around. They they got they they got they got some pretty good games now. You know that they have to play. So with Cristobal not taking that knee, and they asked him in the press conference, you know, why didn't you take the knee? Oh well, we. We we call timeout and boom stop. You call yeah. timeout and you came out there to run a play. Run a play. I mean, like, come on, bro. I mean, how how do you call a timeout and then you run a you you still run a play? Now, from from what I'm hearing in the in the in the news, that he was trying to get the running back a hundred yards. Yeah, I don't know how mm-hmm. true that is. Hey, Walk, but if that's if that we just saw my, the Miami Dolphins have a chance to break the NFL record mm-hmm. if they wanted oh, to. Field goal. They, field goal. Right. All they had to do was get the kick field. They was like, no, we taking the knee and we done. You know what I'm saying? And they were blowing this team out. You Georgia so Tech had a chance Georgia Tech had a chance to win that game early in the game, but they chose to take a field goal and like they had North Carolina where they wanted. The defense was playing good. They kicked the field goal instead of going for a touchdown. North and Miami came back and scored a touchdown, and then took the lead on them or whatever. But okay. the the fumble came off. The fumble that they 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 had. Everybody, it wasn't a fumble. It was Biggie. What was it, Biggie? The call. The call on the field was fumble. There you go. It's, and and, and yeah. it's, like I say, every once in a while, Biggie right. If the call on the field, <laughs> if the call no. on the field is is whatever, whatever you got, you 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 got to stay with it. Yeah, you got to stay with um, you know what you say, what how they say, you got to prove 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 your guilt before yeah. innocence or whatever how you can. You got to you got to figure out yeah. how to change it. You got to change yeah. up this thing, and there was no indisputable evidence to change no this call. Evidence. Exactly. And 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 and, and, and it, so it was the right call. Now right. what happened was. Okay, walk, and I'm gonna be done. This is the most important point to me. It was 25 seconds left to go. You were on. 
the 26, they were on your 26, on their own 26-yard line. You let them score a touchdown, go 76 yards, 74 yards in 25 seconds. Who plays? Yeah, Miami. that's crazy. That's crazy. Who plays? Yo, this game is on the line, and you let them go 25 seconds now. They went 74 yards in 25 seconds to win the game. So let's not blame it all us on that kneel down or the fumble or whatever. The defense had it on the other end, too, had something to do with this. You know what I'm saying? You you let them come. You It, it was a team effort, including the crystal ball. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel sorry for them. Right. Good stuff, Ship. Hey, Ship came with the passion, man. Came with the knowledge. Appreciate that. You know, we're going to, we're up against the clock right now. I know we're going to wait for, um, I'm going to call it again so we get into East Scott's, but, um, segment, uh, I want to talk about, uh, just get some, um, some quick picks here, right. Uh, if you will. And that's, I want to spotlight uh, a couple games here. Obviously tomorrow night's game E, uh, between the Broncos, um, and, and the Chiefs. We talk about, we talked about the uh, the Broncos and that situation going on there, and of course we touched on a little bit of the Chiefs as well. How do you see this one playing out? You can you can elaborate or just give a score, however you want to see that playing out. Now, logic would tell me that the Chiefs are going to win this football game, but then also football, somebody buy into the fact that football is scripted. But even if football is scripted, I think the script is against Denver. So, yeah, I, think, okay. I definitely think the Chiefs are going to win this football game. Now, I'm not sure if George Kittle's new girlfriend, Taylor Swift, is going to be at the game to support her other man, Travis Kelsey. So, <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to go. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely go with the Chiefs in this one. Hey, listen, man, don't get George Kittle in trouble, man. That man married, man. He, he, he's good. He's good. Don't get that man in trouble. He can get in trouble on his own. <laughs> so, all right, good stuff. All right, Kay, you came on out. Well, you've been out a little bit, man. I apologize for that. But uh, what, what say you about this game, uh, uh, Kay and uh, Broncos, I think? Uh, trap game. This is trap game, man. Uh, trap game for, for Kansas. Um. Denver's been terrible. I'm going to use the word. Denver's been terrible this year, but um, I'm going to say this is a, a trap game. Kansas should have come out close. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think Denver's going to put up a fight in this game. Um, you know, they're not going to look as bad as they've been looking, but I still think they take the L. Close game, though. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this cold down there by 17-13. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Close game, low scoring game. All right, um, Ship. I know you don't. You're, I know your team is idle this week. Uh, the the, uh, the the Steelers, man. I want to thank them for uh, for helping me win one of my fantasy leagues, man. That defense uh, helped me tremendously uh, late late in that game. So they have some decent points there. So I appreciate them for that. But what say you about the Broncos uh, at the Chiefs? I, I just think the Broncos they have to win this game. You know they have to. That's it. I'm, that's that's it. Broncos. Wow, okay. Wow, okay. All right, uh, next game here. I want to start with Kay on this one, E. The reason why I want to start with Kay on this one is because Kay kind of alluded to something. He kind of, you know, kind of, you know, wetted our whistle, if you will, or, you know, teased us a little bit. 49ers at Browns. You kind of thought that the the Browns, you kind of think that the Browns, not kind of, you think the Browns will uh, beat the 49ers. Uh, Give your thoughts and opinions on that game. 
So, I mean, again, trap, I, and I do believe in the trap. The reason I believe in the trap because I think when you play a game that's supposedly high level um, or, or, or should have been high level, however mm-hmm. you want to look at it or call it, San Francisco played at a very high level and, you know, dominated that game. I think when you play a team that's not, um, at least on paper, um, picked to come in and even give you a shot, um, and this is a decent team. I think that's mm-hmm. a trap game for you because for the better team because Cleveland's gonna come in there with something to prove. You right. know, and San Francisco's gonna be coming off of this this high of whooping Dallas. So right. yeah, I think it's I think it's a trap game, man. It's set up for, for Cleveland to win. They do have a good defense. Offense uh, may be a little shaky without uh Watson. Um, but they run the ball. You know what I mean? That's a clock killer. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going with Cleveland in this one. Uh, wow. Kind of like I did before, um, 2010. All right. So, so I'm going to look at it. I agree with – yeah, I, no, I agree. I don't agree with that. <laughs> but I agree with uh, I agree with everything up to that point. It, it is a trap game. It really is a trap game for the 49ers. That high game, you know, they're coming off that high. Big win, you know, it's the Cowboys. You know, biggest you know the numbers you know for Saturday uh, Sunday night football. I agree there, but at the same time, if you think if you know that it's 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 a uh, trap game or that you feel like it's a trap game, I feel like it's a trap game, and they're high. I, I think the Forty ers who prepare better than you and I <laughs> for this particular game know that as well. So with that being said, I, I think they're, I think Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, and those guys are going to put them in a, in, a, in a situation. Will it be a blowout? I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I do think it'll be a dog fight though. Uh, but I, I do think the 49ers they sh- uh, should, and I, I think they will pull it out. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go to 49ers in a close one. I'm going to go 41, uh, tw- uh, 49ers 21-17 here. I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game um, for sure. I think they'll they'll be ready to go. I mean the Browns, but I think the 49ers are just a little bit more talented and well coached, uh, better coached uh, in this. But I can see I can see where you're coming from though. But I think the 49ers get it done. But hey, E, what say you, real quick? 49ers are going to beat the brakes off Cleveland. So that's just a little nasty boy don't play. I don't think it's a trap game at all. I think the 49ers are a great team. Now I can see if they were kind of like evenly matched or whatever. Or sometimes sometimes teams will play down to their competition. But, no, they're going to beat the brakes off Cleveland. And even more so, like I said, it's a little nasty boy don't play. All right. Uh, uh, shit, what, what say you about this game? Um, I'm I'm with Biggie. That that this ain't. I, I don't see Cleveland standing <laughs> chance. Like they have no offense. Yeah, their defense is pretty good, but pick your poison with the Forty Nineers. That's where I am on that. Gotcha. All right. All right. All right. Um, stay with you. Last on this one because it's your team. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Saints at Texans. How do you see this one playing out? <clears throat> Ain't nothing to trap here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, ain't nothing to trap. But I got I got <laughs> the Texans, man. Okay. I got the Texans 24-14. Wow. Okay. E, your turn. Take your time. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks for sure. I mean, because, I mean, CJ Stroud is good. He's showing promise. He's, he's looking very good. But I do think I'm going to use y'all term. 
Saints have momentum, even though I don't believe it. It's just something <laughs> to say. Saints have momentum, so we're going to go into Houston and get this W. James Winston is going to be out here eating W. You heard me? Yeah, okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah. I'm, this, this really is a tough one because of the way that um, that C.J. Stroud has been playing. I know you guys are coming off of that, that big one against the uh, the Patriots. I mean, it's not a big one because it's the Patriots. It's the way you beat the Patriots. And that says something to me, you know, it's because if you're uh, just a mediocre team and you, you, you're you in a dogfight with that team and you just beat them 17-10, then I would say, okay, I'll give it to the Texans. But you guys blew them out and made it in no contest. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Saints here. I I think the Saints find a way to win this one. It's gonna I think it might be a as much as I like that Saints defense, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. And the Texans have a great defense too, a good defense too, led by uh, D'Amico Ryan's and uh Will Anderson. So I'll oh I'm gonna take the Saints twenty one twenty. Twenty one twenty, close game. All right, next game, I'll start with you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm coming to you on last one because this is your team. We got the uh, the the Lions, which is in my top ten rankings, ladies and gentlemen. I should start giving that uh, first and foremost. Uh, but uh, I got the Lions. We got the Lions at the Buccaneers, also another one of my top ten teams. How do you see this one playing out? This might be the game of the week. Now, to be honest with you. Now this should be a trap game because. I don't know whether or not you believe in, 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 in Dan Campbell. He's showing promise, but Dan going to Dan. And then you mm-hmm. also got um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield going to bake, going to bake. So <laughs> this could literally be a trap game. But I'm saying the Lions are looking good in the NFC. You know, if it weren't for San Fran and Philly, I think more, team, more people will talk about them. But Tampa at home, I'm actually going to go Tampa at home in this one. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Ship, what say you about this game? And, and what game is this? Tampa and who? Um, uh, Tampa at Lions at Tampa Bay. Yeah, Lions at Tampa Bay. Oh, no. I'm going with Detroit. I'm rolling with Detroit on that. Yeah. Okay. Detroit is, you know, Detroit is a, real looking, a good looking team, too. They're, they're a real good yeah. looking team. Yeah, both of these teams are interesting, uh, shit. Now, as you said that, because I do like both of these teams. I, I, I think this is this is a pick 'em for me. But since that being said, um, wow, you know, Laporta, that that young tight end from from uh, the Lions, is stepping his game up. Then you got Gibbs there. It's a young team. E, you mentioned Dan Campbell, who's got his team ready to bite kneecaps off uh, at, at any given coin flip. So. Um, I like the Bucks though. Baker Mayfield is playing good. I mean, Mike. I mean, uh, you know what? I'm going to take it since this is Bucks at home. Yeah, but that's the reason why that's even better because they have more time to prepare. So I'm going to go with yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers here, 24, uh, 24-21. Um, I'm going to go Buccaneers here. But uh, Kay, uh, what, what say you? This is your team. Take it away, bro. Uh, so, you know, coming off a of bye, uh, we at home. I don't know if y'all know, but they flexed the game already from 1 to 4 o'clock. Um, oh, you know, did that? Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that. Didn't I yeah, know they that? flexed it to 425, 425. So, you know, wow. um, and, hey, if you're in Florida, you know, temperature has dropped here. It's going to be a great night. 
You know what I'm saying? A great yeah. evening. It, um, it's a drop down from 101 to about 94. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, cut it out, man. We, 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 we ain't been higher than 85 all week. You know, that, that's great here in, in the Sunshine State. But, um, oh my God. you know, we're coming off a bye. Uh, Mike Evans was a little banged up. He's supposed to be back. Uh, Godwin is back. Um, now, flipping the, flipping the coin on the other side, we got, uh, uh, you know, a team that, that likes to run the ball. Um, you know, Laporta, the tight end, has been getting off uh, pretty decent, yes, putting up decent yes, fantasy numbers. However, he hasn't played a linebacker like Levante, David, and White. Facts, you know, they're going to be all over him. Now, what I would be worried about is his St. Brown plan. I don't know that yet. Um, to my understanding, he's still yeah. questionable. He didn't play last week. Yeah. Um, they got with Detroit got Williams bite last week, but he didn't do too much. So um, it was all Laporta. Laporta's not gonna get off in this game. So if they gonna if they gonna you know get off with the pass, it's gonna have to be the receiver. Um, you know, because we everybody knows we've been I ain't gonna say suspect, but you know our weakness mm-hmm. is our secondary. You know, and they're banged up like that. So. Um, it'll have to be receivers, but yeah, I got my bucks, man. Um, and if, like I say before, if we get the twenty-one before they do, that's, yeah. that's a wrap. So I'm going <laughs> with this. I'm number. going with the same twenty-four, fourteen bucks. Okay, I am not mad at that. You know what, man? And a lot, ladies and gentlemen, I know there's there's probably more attractive uh, matchups in there. You know, you got the Giants at Bills Sunday night football. It's Sunday night football. That's the only reason why it's attractive. And you got the Cowboys at Chargers Monday night football. But I do believe that the Lions at Buccaneers may be that game to watch this week. And I don't believe it. I know it. This is going to be the game to watch. These two teams are surprising. And, uh, well, the, the Buccaneers are surprising. I think the Lions are doing what I expect them to do. I didn't know what to get from the Buccaneers. But Tune into that game, nonetheless. All right, um, where are we at time here? Uh, real quick, um, Cowboys are charges. We got to throw Cowboys in there. E, real quick, it's, it's America's team. They're coming off the loss that we talked about. They got the Chargers who are who are in, in SoFi, but um, that doesn't really mean anything to, to you know as far as home for home field advantage because it seems like the the, the visiting team is always. Uh, you know, is always deeper than their home team, uh, than the home team there. But nonetheless, it's a big game. I think the Chargers could win this game, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers in this game. But I think the Cowboys are still coming off of that. I think still, they're still worried about that 49ers and how they look and that loss there. I'm going to take the Chargers here in a 20, uh, 24-23 game. I think the Chargers kick a, a late field goal to win this game. But, uh, e, what say you real quick? Uh, I'm gonna go with Dallas. I think Dallas is gonna win in a bounce back game. But what I will say, when is Dallas gonna start playing at one o'clock? Where they supposed to be? Why do they keep getting all these uh, four o'clock games or either prime time Sunday night or prime time that they are not America's team? They, we, you saw that <laughs> last week when San Francisco beat the daylights out of them. So put them at one o'clock. How, you know how you like Kay just said, Tampa got flexed into a good game. They need yeah. to flex Dallas out of the good spot. And put them on that Sunday and one where they belong. But I do think they will bounce back and beat the Chargers this week. Because uh, okay. your boy Brandon Staley, your boy Brandon Staley is awful. He works okay. for military. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Mr. Ship, you've been idle for a minute, uh, for a second. Uh, what say you about yeah. this game? 
Well, well, first of all, Biggie, if they played at one o'clock over there in SoFi, they'd be playing at ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, so right. They, yeah. So that's why they playing at four o'clock this week. Um, I, I, I just, I just think, I, I think Dallas, they, they, they got a rebound. Um, this week, this weekend. Um, and, and I do want to say, I do want to say this real quick. How does Dallas look without um, Ezekiel Elliott? Right, they, great they point. They they didn't need him. They say they didn't need him. Pollard is not the same. Tony Pollard needs him. Yes. Yeah, he he needs you. There you go, um, 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 K Walk. He needs him. But no, I'm gonna go with Dallas on this game. Okay. Uh, okay, take it away to your, your your last point there. What do you say about this game? So um, I'm I'm gonna agree with y'all that Dallas need Dallas need this game. Uh, however. Uh, as of right now, Michael's not playing. Um, uh, the linebacker, he, he got hurt on the same play. Um, so he's going to be out. So they're a little banged up on that defense, man. Um, I got the Chargers. You know, Chargers put up points. Well, you know, for whatever reason, they can't get over that hump to become a, a good team or a winning team. But it, they can put up points. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the Chargers, man. As they say in Sandow, Sandow, that's San Diego. As they say in San Diego, go supercharging. So I'm with superchargers <laughs> for this one, baby. San Diego. Michael Williams is out. Mike Williams is out too on the end. Yeah, he's out for the season. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm still going. Thirty ten charge. Uh, Thirty twenty charge. All right. In the honor. Of, yeah, in the honor of Chris Berman, San Diego superchargers. But um, yeah, yeah. all right, good stuff there. All right, that's all the time we have. Listen, we ran over a little bit. Hopefully we can squeeze this in. I think we'll be all right. Uh, we've got Mr. Jason Collins on the line waiting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, great stuff there. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, stay on your toes. If you're a long-time listener, you already know. It's that time for East Scott's entertainment segment. Uh, <laughs> how you do that, dip? How you do that death, New Orleans, Baton Rouge? How you do that death, Lafayette, St. Charles? How you do that death, Shreveport, Mississippi? How you do that death, Alabama, Atlanta? How you do that death, Florida, Arkansas? How you do that death? Say who that? Say they wanna do that? Hey, what up, guys? So, um, yeah, I, I think this I got a good one for you guys tonight. I think everybody that's on the line with us that'll do well. Like when I write these, I usually have certain ones of y'all in mind. K Walk, this one is actually one for you. When I wrote Oops. this one, I was like, K Walk will do this one. But then I reached out to Jay because I think Jay will be well. Ship always does well. And, you know. Special K is Special K, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see how that goes. So I got um, 21 of them on the board. Well, give me one second. Uh, okay, yeah, 21 of them on the board. As always, we got three daily doubles. Uh, K Walk, we're gonna start with you. These are mascots or team nicknames. I'm gonna give you a university. You give me their mascot. Again, I think okay. all of them are pretty easy, so I don't expect me to miss it. Okay. All right, good stuff. I'll start with number uh, number one. Number one, Clark Atlanta University. Oh, Lord have mercy. Where does um, Clark Atlanta's mascot? Yeah, you said they were pretty easy. Clark Atlanta, I don't, you know, I don't know, but I <laughs> do know the majority of HBCU. Nope. I about to say this. I do know the majority of HBCUs are Tigers. So I'll, I'll you know, for the <laughs> default, I'll go with Tigers. Finally, 
Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Yeah, okay. okay. It, rolls, it rolls over to you. Clark Atlanta. Yeah, since it wasn't Tigers, I'm going to go with Bulldogs then. That got to be it. <laughs> uh, I, I, find an answer. Chip. I don't know. Chip, it the rolls Cougars. over to you. Clark Atlanta. Clark Cougars. They are the Clark Cougars. Jay, you there in Atlanta. Go ahead and tell oh. me what, what, who they are. Yeah, man, I can't miss this one. They're the Panthers. Finally. Panthers, that was my next guess. Yeah, that, that, that is correct. Foggy Atlanta are the Panthers. Uh, <laughs> Special K, we are you. Give me 13. Number 13, Northwestern. Where does oh, Northwestern play? Representing the Big Ten. What is Northwestern's mascot? I know K knows this. Wildcat. Yep. That, that is correct. Northwestern Wildcat. That is correct. Chip. Uh, seventeen. Number seventeen. Jay's alma mater, Penn State. Oh Lord. <laughs> Penn State. Penn State. That, that is correct. Penn State. Nittany Lions. Jay, where are you? All right. Give me number eight. Number eight, Daily Double. Of course. Yeah, you have five. You can risk up to ten. I'll, I'll risk ten. Okay. The clue. Hampton University. Hampton. Um, I'm, I might go with Trey Walk's theory on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I really don't know this. I don't oh, know. Jay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, what'd you say, K-Walk? I said, oh, you got it. <laughs> I'm going to go Tigers. I don't know. I don't know. Final answer. Uh, unfortunately, Hampton University are the Pirates. So that's <laughs> oh, what you had made it five. Hampton are the Pirates, not the, not the Tigers. Uh, no, I do it with the Pirates, Jay. Just, all right. Uh, K-Walk, will you? All right, well, Jay at minus ten. I'm sorry, I said keep it. No minus five. He had five, so he oh. lost. He blew ten, so he's at minus five. Minus five. Okay. All right, give me number. Uh, where are we at? Number twenty. Number twenty. Harvard. Harvard University. Oh. Ivy League. Oh my God, Harvard. Uh, what are they? I don't even know, bro. Um. Uh, pirate. Final answer. I don't know. Special K. Harvard. Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to go with Bears. Final answer. Shit. Harvard. I, Harvard. I don't know what they are. I, now I know they used to be the Pilgrims. Uh-huh. No, no, the staff didn't put that down, but it used to be. So I we, we. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually thought they were the Pilgrims as well. So if that's not right, I don't know. Okay, the correct answer is the Crimson. Harvard is the Crimson. So oh, wow. we on you. Let me get four. Yeah, oh. uh, number four to Daily Double. Oh wow. <laughs> so okay, you have five. Ship has five. Jay has negative five. K walk not on the board yet. You can really get a chance. <laughs> University of South Florida. Bulls. That is correct. South, yeah, South Florida on the Bulls. Shit, where are you? So how many was that? K, K you bet you, you risked 10? 10. Yeah, you went 10. So, he, so he's at 50. 
So he's at 15 now. Yeah, he's at yes, correct. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> 21. Uh, number 21, Princeton. Princeton University. What's Princeton's mascot? Oh, Lord. I want to say Data Tigers. I think Data Tigers. I think Princeton is the Tiger. Princeton Tigers. Final answer. Final answer? That is yeah. correct. Princeton. Final answer. That is correct. Princeton Tigers. Jay, we back on you. Uh, I'll take number five. Let's see. Number five. Number five. Miami of Ohio. Ah. Uh. I should know this. I mean, they're somewhat popular. Uh, I know they got like that red bird. Uh, I'm going to say the red Cardinals. Final answer. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Okay. Okay, well. Yeah, I think they're the Hawks. Are they the Hawks? I'm, I'm looking at the staff. Be more specific. More Pacific? Uh, I don't know. Uh, put, put it, put what it color? The Red Hawks? That is correct. Red Hawks. Oh, okay. I'm going to say put it together with what Jay said. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate the assistance. <laughs> Special K. 15. Number, number 15. Wait, when the K-Wall? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. That's on me, right? Yeah, that's K-Wall. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you stole. My bad, my bad. Hey, uh, so K-Walk, we're on you. All right, give me number, I'm going to, uh, Jay took eight, dang. Give me number, give me number two. <clears throat> number two. <laughs> Uh-oh. Number Ow. two. Ow. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. The question was simple. <laughs> that, 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 that is the correct answer. Such a game. We owe you. 15. Number 15. Washington State University. Washington oh. State. Come on. You know this, bro. Ryan Leaf. Washington State. Oh. They the Huskies. The only thing come to mind is Cougars. Final That is correct. Washington mm-hmm. State are the Cougars. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Shoot, sure, where are you? Uh, three. Number three. Number three. Number three. University of Minnesota. Golden Gophers. Yeah, good stuff. That is correct. You, you, yes, you came like you had that one in the chamber. Right? <laughs> He's a cheat sheet. Yeah, the cheat sheet. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Jay, we on you. Uh, give me number 11. Number 11, Daily Double. <laughs> Last Daily Double. Jay, you currently have negative five. You don't want that on the board in a positive light. How many do you want to risk? You risk up to 10. I'll, I'll risk 10. Your clue, Grambling State University. Oh, Lord, that mercy. Tigers, <laughs> final answer. That is correct. GSU, I thought you knew. It's homecoming week on the yard, by the way. Uh, right. Let's see, where we at? K- uh, K-Walk, where are you? All right, give me a number where we at. Give me number four. <clears throat> number four, Howard University. 
in D.C. Howard University. Oh, I know this because my uh, which comes just with the Howard. Uh, uh, bull, I don't know. Bison. Bison. Final answer. Bison. I Bison is correct. Right. No, Howard University. Howard. Howard is correct. Professor Curry, we on you. You actually in the lead, Professor Curry. Sixteen. Can I call him? Number sixteen. Baylor. Robert Griffin the third. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand That that is that is correct. The Baylor Bears. Okay, Kay, I see you. Sure, where are you? Um uh seven. Number seven, number seven. Southern University. Out of Baton Rouge. Tiger. Final answer? Yeah. Jay, you can steal. Southern oh, University. I I I thought it was the Tigers as well, man, so I don't know. Oh, wow. K Walk, you can steal. I I don't know. Lions? I don't know. Uh, I thought it was the Tigers too. Lions. So I tried to catch. Okay. That is correct. Southern University Jaguars. Wow. That is correct. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, let's just can't run away with this thing. Uh, who was that? That was Ship. So, Jay, we on you. Uh, give me number six. Number six. Number six. Tulane University. Out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Tulane. They are... They're the green wave, but is that a mascot? <laughs> yes, 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 I'm going to say green wave, final answer. I don't, I don't know and, if that's even a mascot, no, though. But that is the correct answer. That is what yeah. the staff put down. Yeah, I'll, okay. green I'll wave. take it. I'll uh, take it. <laughs> the green wave? What to? All right, give me a number. Let's go up the line. Give me number nine. Number nine. Alabama State. Another priority oh. CCU. Alabama State. I'm not performing well here tonight. Um, they're uh, <clears throat> Alabama State. Um, Bulldogs. Final answer. I don't know. So it's okay. You can steal. Alabama State. <clears throat> I don't know, but I think it's Bulls. Final Chip, you can steal. Alabama State. They're the Hornets. That Ooh. is correct. Alabama State or the Hornets. Uh, uh, let's see. K Walker, we on you? No, no, that's oh, Special K. It's on K. That was me. Oh, okay. Oh, we all on We on Special K? Special K. Yeah. Let me tell you What's what left? we got left real quick. Uh, I'm showing 10, 12, 18, 19. I'm showing that as well. <clears throat> Give me 18. Number 18. The University of Maryland. Oh, I know that one. That Golden Gophers. <laughs> no, that's Minnesota. Uh, I ain't say final answer. Uh, Maryland Terrapin. Final answer. That is correct. I, I was about to decline you for saying University of Maryland. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to joke in the chamber. You saved yourself. <laughs> sure. We got so we got a couple left. Let me see. We got ten. Let me get twelve. 10. Okay. Number ten. Florida A and M University. Um, Florida Agricultural right. and Mechanical right. University. Right, Rattler. Right. Rattler. That is 
That is correct. Florida and them rattlers. They share the colors with your Jones High Tigers. That's right. I'll take 12. Number 12, University of Iowa. Hawkeyes, by the way. You know James don't know that one. That is is correct. Uh, Let's see. K-Walk, we're on you. Is that the last last one? Is 19 is what I'm showing? 19, yes. yes, sir. 19 is the very last one. It goes to you, Yale. Yale University out of the Ivy League. Yale. Oh my God. Um, I'm yelling. I don't know. Um, I I don't know at all. I think there are well, uh, um, I know not a bulldog. Um, pugs. I don't know. Finally, <laughs> I don't know. Such a game. Yale University. Yes, no. I'm gonna go with Tigers. Final answer. Sure. Yale University. The Bulldogs. Bulldogs is the correct answer. Oh. Let me see. Ship, you finished with 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, Jay, you finished with 15. K-Walk, you finished with 15. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first Woo! time in forever, <laughs> with 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, with 35 points straight out of Polk County, Florida, your winner. <laughs> And 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 first and second time champion, give it up for Special K. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that shit. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. So, Shay, I know you haven't been in the winter circle in a while. Uh, tell the people how you're feeling right now. Speech, speech, speech. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's been a long time coming. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm holding this trophy high, near and dear to the heart, you know. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back to try to defend our time and age. You know, God will. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys. Right, we had a pretty good one. Now, Jay, since we got you on the line, they walked to me a text earlier today saying you and Brittany Brittany Jones were were desecrating candy corn. Jay, candy corn is delicious. Your thoughts, please. I don't know how y'all eat that stuff, man. That candy corn is disgusting, man. It tastes terrible, man. It's not even, and I like candy. I eat candy all the time. But candy corn is horrible. You and K-Wall, I don't know which y'all are on, man, but I cannot stomach that stuff. I look forward to it every Halloween, and I go so far even to eat the little pumpkins because they like bigger pieces of candy corn. Chip, Chip, your thoughts on candy corn? Please. Well, I start, I start from the top. I eat the little white one first, then I chew that up, (laughs) then I break it down, I take straight to the line and get to the orange one. And then I put the rest of the oranges gone. I go ahead and finish it off with the yellow bottle. Oh, I, I forgot about that. That's my, that's my dog. dog. That's my yeah. dog right there. That's okay. Yeah. Candy corn. Mm. That's okay. 
Let me ask you this shit real quick before I, okay, uh, E starts. Uh, what's your, when's your birthday, uh, Ship? Uh, 9-28. Oh, okay. okay. So happy belated. But, yeah, I thought I thought it was something. Uh, I thought it was a Capricorn thing. But go ahead. Go ahead, E. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I was just saying, yeah, I just, I just wanted to get, you know, the opinion on candy corn. Like, we got a few minutes left. We can um, hit a couple of them topics that you had real quick. Yeah, you know what? Um Jay, I just wanted to put up for the people here, man. Um, and I'm looking at our 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 thing here. Yeah, I don't know if you have something because this is pretty much your segment. I don't know if you want to bring up something because this is your time. This is so if you have something. No, no, no. I'm good. You can take us on home. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff there. All right. You know what? You know what? E, I, we can since we got time. I want to get Jay's opinion on this. Jay's a Cowboys fan, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so got to <laughs> bring them on. This week. Yeah, this, this, this know, week. Not, this not, week. Not, not all time. It's not consistent. <laughs> it's not at all consistent. Hey, Ship, Jay like Mo. Yeah. You know how Mo switch teams oh, out yeah. every week? That's Mo, Jay. Mo got yeah. the whole AFC East is Mo's team. So, Jay, with that being said, uh, Jay is – how do you feel about that going forward? I know you and I talked about it. For our audience here, how do you feel about that going forward? And you guys got to, you know, surprisingly enough, it's a big game for the Cowboys. Uh, there's a Chargers Monday night. You got Dak coming off of that performance uh, that he had on Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night. Um, what say you? You can put the analyst in there. You can put the fandom in it as well. But give me your overall thoughts and opinions about uh, Chargers and Cowboys as a, as a whole. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to try to keep an analyst here. Like, I think the problem people run into with Dak is they try to elevate him to a place that he's just not in. Like, Dak is not an elite quarterback. So if you're expected to see that on Sunday afternoons, you're always going to feel a little bit shortchanged. I think Dak is a quality quarterback. He's a good player. Um, you know, he can, he can do some good things. He can help your team win. But he, to me, he's not a guy that's going to put you on his shoulders and carry you to victory, right? So I think people make the mistake trying to elevate him to that level. As far as the Cowboys, man, I still think the Cowboys have a good football team. I still think they have a very good defense. I still think they're one of the best teams in the NFC. I just think the problem that they ran into, man, is the 49ers are the best team in football. And, they, you know, the 49ers are going to make a lot of teams look bad throughout the course of the year. But I, I heard you guys talking about the, the game this weekend, and, and I do. I, I'm worried, man. I think that's going to be a tough matchup for the Cowboys, especially if they have some guys out. And I, I, I won't make a prediction. I'll just say I wouldn't be surprised if they come up short on Monday night as well. All right, great great stuff there. Great stuff as always. Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch Jason, uh, Jason Collins, myself, and Brittany Jones Tuesday nights live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff with the Sideline Speaks. Uh, okay, at 7 p.m. every Tuesday, uh, Jason gives his thoughts and opinions on that. And catch Jason on all of social media at Jason Talk Sports, and that's Twitter 
Instagram, Facebook, um, you name it, X, uh, Thread, you name it. He's there. Uh, check him out there. He gives uh, greater thoughts and opinions on, on that for sure. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to guys, I want like I do all the time. I want to leave you with something. Kind of a good segue here for Dak, <laughs> if you will. But uh, for everyone, uh, for the most part, um, you must expect great things of yourself before you can do them. All right. For myself, uh, for uh, for E Scott and myself, K Walk for Sports Talk with Kate Walk and E. Scott. Thank you guys, uh, uh, Kay, Ship, and Jason Collins on Sports Talk with Kate Walk and E. Scott on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. God willing, we'll talk to you next week.